Hello, hello, beautiful people. Happy Tuesday, February 16th in my world. Hope everyone's doing great out there. This is Bobby the Awesome, and welcome to 321 No Kidding, where we talk about gambling addiction and lots of other things, gambling addiction and living our best life related. I just saw a really nice review when I was trying to figure out what number episode I was on. I was scrolling through some stuff, and... It really touched my heart. Somebody said that they listen to the show even though they're not a gambling addict and see value. So I really appreciated that. So thank you for leaving me a review, JIV. And anyone else that would like to subscribe or leave me a review or a rating, that would be much appreciated. Definitely not my strong suit and, well, asking for them and... I noticed that lots of other shows have it, but I also see that there's lots of other people just trading reviews. And I don't want to be a bullshit reviews. I want the truth. So if anybody feels compelled to write a couple lines, that would be fabulous. Anyway, let's do some work. February 16th in the inspirational calendar says, don't ever save anything for a special occasion. Being alive is the special occasion. I love this because it goes to my kind of dessert first mentality. And I, so this is funny. So I won't generally eat a lot of bread, right? I love grinders. Like I love the stuff that's on the bread. If I'm out for Italian food, I might, but the butter has to be just the right temperature and and the bread has to be the right softness and stuff. But I got into this mentality of not eating the bread because it was a waste of belly room. That's that's exactly how I used to say it. And it's kind of the same way with dessert. Well, I don't want to get full on dinner because dessert's the best part. And I want to have the, the best part. And that's what this reading reminded me of. Don't ever say anything, save anything for a special occasion. Being alive is a special occasion. So there's a couple things in there. There's not saving the best for last because maybe the special occasion doesn't come. And then there's a piece of just having freaking gratitude. We're alive. That does make it a special occasion. And I keep getting reminded through some of the learnings to pause and think, and if we really think about where did we come from, even even scientifically, how did we go from this little iota of a drop of, we'll call it liquid to be nice, but to a full-blown adult sitting here with the ability to read and talk to you. So it's it's pretty miraculous that I'm here, that you're here, that any of us are here. So let's not forget that. And then I just saw on Facebook this morning, one of my old floral managers is in the hospital and I had no idea. That's stupid Facebook with the way they do their algorithms. I didn't see the post. It posted last Friday and I didn't see it till now. I'm, I'm grateful that I saw it. But one of the ladies that I used to work with, I had hired her and I see her a lot of times when I go back to Kansas. Evidently, she's in the hospital and I don't know all the details, but... I'm going to send her some bonus love this morning. And, um, you know, I hope, Jane, I hope you get well. 
and get to the other side and and this reading says it all being alive is a special occasion so let's not take that for granted guys okay what does the body mind and spirit book say today how about i look at the right date that would be helpful so the 16th starts with a little saying from mother Teresa: loneliness is the most terrible poverty we're so grateful that we're no longer alone for years we are We have hidden within ourselves and we're alone with our secrets, shame, and fears. Now others in recovery will be with us as much or as little as we need or want. We don't have to hide anything from them. Their attitude of acceptance, encouragement, and good humor support us in ways we never have known. When we allow ourselves the luxury of that support, we are not only meeting our needs, we are letting the light of honesty and friendship into our lives. It feels good to not hide anymore, and now it feels right, more natural. We're coming to accept and love our real selves as never before. Today, help me be grateful for other support and in turn to help someone else. I think the reason that 12-step programs or even the recovery elevator community I'm in or the problem for center the center for problem gambling all of these communities have something in common and what that is is like-minded people and you can go into these safe environments and say whatever you need to say and feel whatever you need to feel and talk about the secrets and the shame and whatever else you need to get off of your off of your mind, off of your heart, because most people in those rooms can relate. And there's that bond of having the same, I'll call it experience, not the same exact experience, but experience, and it's very relatable. And if you're showing up in those rooms, you're doing it both for yourself and for other people. I saw... I saw a conversation this morning. It was between some of the hosts in one of the groups I'm in. And a lady asked a question about having a routine. And it was predicated on the amount of her, uh, on the fact that she leads meetings. And someone was telling her, well, if you are always leading the meetings, you know, then it's a commitment and it becomes a burden and blah, blah, blah. And that's one frame of thought. And I thought the feedback that the group gave this lady was was pretty good. It was everything from, yes, yeah, you need to be consistent at, at meetings and a routine is good. And I agree with that 100%. So maybe the answer is alternating meetings that she leads, but still showing up when someone else leads. I I think that would be what my recommendation would be. Someone else jumped in and said, you know, they get bored when the same person leads the same meeting. So that supports the every other week theory. I think it would be perfectly okay if she did lead every week, if that's what she wanted to do. And that was her accountability. And there is some accountability to that. And then by showing up, you then are in this position to relate to other people and to do, you know, to talk about all these things and kind of have a safe 
spot. There's probably some dedicated people that always show up to that time or that meeting, which then strengthens the bond of giving you the freedom to talk about all the things or people get familiar with your story and you don't have to say the whole thing every time and people can respond to you and help you as well as those are the times you get to pay it forward as well and be a good example for the new folks. You can encourage and set the tone for them to be able to share share your experiences so that they can get to see the success and that there's hope. So paying it forward is a, is a big part of a part of this too. And when I first read this, I guess I should have figured it was from Mother Teresa that her talking about loneliness wasn't about relationships, which I'm glad you know, romantic relationships. I think it's important that we think about the relationships with the people we're in these groups with. And and you've seen through time how personally I take it, you know, when I struggle with people from my groups or how much I include them into my socialization. I mean, I'm going to a wedding Saturday night for someone that... Well, someone that you guys met, actually, Dr. Brett Stone, he was on way, way long time ago, but he is one of my, he's one of my recovery buddies and we can talk about the things that you don't talk about in public, I guess. Well, most people don't talk about in public. I pretty much talk about anything in public. So that connection is, I mean, for me, all of my connections, my relationships, my friendships, that's what makes it, not makes it, but I don't need to necessarily have to have a romantic relationship to be fulfilled because I have all these other relationships, friendships, and different people in my life that I get to do activities with or conversations with or whatever. So I don't ever feel lonely. I, I actually am probably in the minority when it comes to lonely and boredom. <laughs> Those are two things that I just don't seem to ever feel. And of course, it's strategic. It's the way I've designed my life. I'm always busy and there's always people in, in my space. There was another point I wanted to say about this and I totally lost it. I was like, I'll remember, but I'm not remembering. Being grateful, going to group not hiding. I totally lost it. Oh, well, I'm sure you'll get that nugget of wisdom on another day, guys. <laughs> Do the thing. Remember that every day is is a special occasion. Get to groups. Oh, that's what I was going to say. See, I just had to talk long enough. The for those of you out there that were like the the listener I acknowledged in the beginning about leaving a review, there's those kind of people and communities out there of people that have gone through similar things than you. And you can find those communities. You don't have to be an addict. You don't have to be in recovery. There can be people with similar interests or things, struggles. The first thing that pops to mind is like cancer support groups or parent groups of 
of parents that have lost children, there's commonalities. It doesn't have to be 12 step. It doesn't have to be substance abuse. It doesn't have to be any of those things. On Saturdays, I'm going to a group now that is, it has an ex-coworker and we don't talk about work. We talk about meditation and what's going on in our lives and real stuff. And it's a group of women that have nothing more in common than the one person who leads the meditation. So the commonality is we like the meditation and we like having the female support and a safe container to talk. The same thing with my the girls I'm writing the book with. That's another, we have aligned values and, and ideals and that's our commonality. And when we go through things and we're all entrepreneurs, so we go through our learning curves and we go through our things and that's, that's what we can, how we can show up and be really authentic about those things that are important to us in these groups and not have to worry about being judged or berated or any of those things. It's, it's amazing. The people that you attract when you're of, of this mindset. One final thought, because this was something else that occurred to me. Another thing I saw was someone say, and this was on social media as well, but basically like one of those posts, like all men are hurtful, I'll always be alone, I can't find the right one, blah, blah, blah. And <laughs> no, I don't look to be combative, so I did not respond. But essentially what went through my head was you, I think Tony Robbins and some other greats say this, you're the sum of the five people you surround yourself with. So not only is that in friendship and relationship, but also if you're not hanging in the right spots, you're not going to find the right mate. So if you're going to parties, for example, or maybe under quarantine, you know, you have people come into your house and they're doing drugs or they're they're even if they're just watching TV and not being motivated to do things, but you want a high performing partner don't look in that crowd. <laughs> it's that kind of stuff. So you have to be around what you want. If you don't want an alcoholic spouse, don't pick up people in a bar. I mean, yeah, I'm not debating that there's times that maybe you find that that gem in there. But chances are, if you don't want a drinker, you shouldn't go to a place where people drink. And it could be applied to anything. So those are my thoughts for today. All right, beautiful people. Remember, being alive is a special occasion. I want you to celebrate that today. Love you very much. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll chat with you tomorrow. 